welcome to Techopia Live. I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Techopia Live is a regular podcast that focuses on Ottawa's technology sector. We shine a spotlight on the up-and-comers. We keep you updated on the established players, all with a goal of keeping you informed and connected to the local tech sector. So this is a bonus episode of Techopia Live, and let me explain that a little bit for you. At Techopia Live, we've produced almost 250 episodes of this podcast. Yes, you heard that right. 250 episodes. That's a big number. And you might be wondering, well, how is that possible? Well, the answer uh, behind that is the fact that there's a number of what we call champions of Techopia that make an investment and allow us to do these interviews and daily news reporting, weekly email newsletters, and other regular events. And uh, today, we're going to be talking to one of those uh, champions. In fact, this is our longest-serving champion. They came on board in day one of Techopia, and that was about seven, eight years ago. I always get confused with pandemic timing. Uh, this company is a locally headquartered law firm uh, with many practice groups. Of course, the one that's really of interest to us here today is the Business Law Practice Group. And their business lawyers have represented some of the uh, best known, the city's best known entrepreneurs over their history. And let's talk about that history. They recently celebrated, listen to this, their 50th anniversary. Isn't that uh, a remarkable milestone? Of course, you might have figured out at this point, I'm talking about uh, Pearly Robertson, Hill and McDougall. And today we talked to a partner in the business law group. He is a corporate and securities lawyer. He's also a 2022 recipient of 40 Under 40. He's going to share his observations today on what's happening in tech from a legal perspective. Please welcome Connor Cronin. Hey, Connor. Hi, Michael. Great to be here. I'm excited to uh, to have you, and thank you for all of the support that Fairley Robertson Hill and McDougall has has lended uh, Techopia. You really do, as I indicated in the intro. It's it's because of companies like. Uh, Pearly Robertson, Hill and McDougall that we're able to do this. So a big thank you to you. Well, it's been great. So let's uh, let's start off with a, bit, a, a very simple question. Introduce yourself a little bit, uh, Connor, and tell us about the type of work you do at Pearly Robertson. Great. Yeah. So like you said, I'm a partner here in the business law group with Pearly Robertson, Hill and McDougall. Um, our firm is a full service firm, um, litigation, real estate, uh, business and IP. And um, some of the work that I work on, um, mainly uh, mergers and acquisitions, um, securities work, financings, uh, public companies, mining companies, tech companies, uh, family businesses, it runs the whole gamut. Very neat. Uh, you know, one of the interesting things, so if I imagine myself in your shoes, the, the, the life of a corporate securities lawyer, this might even pertain to people in the accounting profession, but I think the cool thing is that you guys really get an inner look at lots of companies, right, through M&A processes or venture capital deals or shareholders agreement, any, any of that type of work. And of course, we appreciate, Connor, that all that is confidential. We're not talking about client files here. Uh, but talk, talk to me a little bit about what you're experiencing uh, from technology sector. Like, for example, are you seeing any uh, signs of growth in a particular sector these days, Connor? Well, uh, early in the year to see what uh, see what's to come, but uh, we're anticipating um, obviously um, uh, with the number of layoffs in the tech sector. 
does present an opportunity for new entrepreneurs to pursue new opportunities. Um, so likely in the AI space, um, likely in the uh, Internet of Things um, and devices, software um, and those types of things for sure. It's, you know, it's a good point. So, you know, the, we use this word sometimes ecosystem when we talk about the technology uh, sector and it is that, right? Like it's, it's this thing and things are born and things die and things renew. And so yeah. I, I do agree that, you know, when there's some restructuring and unfortunately we've seen some degree of restructuring, the cool thing about that is they're often absorbed by other companies and, and they go on to present, create these like mini opportunities, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when I started my legal career, we were coming out of the 2008 recession. And in that time, the ecosystem, especially in the tech sector in Ottawa, has exploded. And, um, you know, there may be more opportunity now, um, even with uh, with whatever's to come. And uh, again, ap appreciating that confidentiality is key mm -hmm. here. I want to ask you about the type of transactions uh, that you might have uh, been part of in, in 2022 or looking forward to in 2023? What type of transactions uh, do you think you'll be working on? Um, well, like I said, the practice runs the whole gamut. So recently uh, incorporated a new entrepreneur. Um, he's starting a, uh, a little tech company in the uh, gig economy space. Um, we're working on an M&A deal for an employee-owned company that we hope is successful for them. Um, financings for uh, one of our public sector company who is in the uh, EV component space and, um, and a going public transaction um, for an IoT company. That's really cool. That's really neat uh, that you're seeing all that type of activity. I wanted to ask, Connor, that um, there must be... Um, things that you uh, that you recognize over and over, whether it's you know various types of transactions, M and A, venture capital, and maybe I'll call them barriers, right? So things, little little business challenges that you're seeing over and over again. So um, in the in the spirit of trying to talk to our technology community here and say, keep an eye on these things. Can you talk about some of the obstacles you might see over and over again, and and maybe even a quick thought on what companies could be doing to smooth things out? Mm -hmm. um, we actually gave a presentation on this uh, last spring um, for, uh, for other solicitors, but basically it was preparing for M&A. Um, you've got to get your, uh, your ducks in a row, starting with um, uh, your due diligence. Are all your agreements uh, signed? Are they up to date? Are your leases in place? Are you, is your employment agreements up to snuff? Are your IP transfer agreements solid? Um, and then from there, if there's any kind of um, uh, pre-closing uh, reorganizations that you have to do um, in order to get to the space, that's definitely a, um, a, 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 a gating item to get to closing. Um, so making sure you've talked to your professionals from accounting and legal, so all your ducks are in a row for a smooth closing. You know, and of course, it's 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 a in part about uh, creating kind of a smooth uh, process if you're going through M&A or transaction or, or whatever. Um, it's also a way to make things uh, like a lot more efficient, e even from dealing with professional advisors, right? Like companies, you know, should be making sure they've got prop, you know, their IPs taken care of, their employment agreements are signed and the shareholders. Th these These are like fundamental things that if they deal with, things are fundamentally going to flow 
yep. better, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Even if you're not looking for an exit, uh, your day-to-day -day business is going to run smoother and you'll have a little less anxiety because you've got the processes in place, the agreements in place and all your documents uh, kind of signed and solid. That's a good point. These we don't only do these documents for transactions. They're you know they're important documents to have for day to day operations. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to wrap this up here in a minute, Connor. But I wanted to ask you about a trend that we're seeing. Uh, we're seeing it everywhere. It's remote work, right? So, um, and this is particularly I think true in the technology sector. So yes, many of us are working in hybrid. Often technology companies quite literally need the best talent they can find. And because of that, they're looking outside potentially of Ottawa, maybe even outside of a province, maybe even outside of a country. Well, that, you know, there might be great HR reasons to attract that type of talent, but it might be causing some legal problems. So give us your quick take on any sort of the, the legal challenges that come from uh, remote workers. Sure. Well, it's jurisdictional, which law applies. Um, Ontario employment law is uh, is some of the most stringent in uh, that we've seen in kind of uh, in the world. Um, but does it apply to you or the employees you're working with? So when it comes time to terminate an employee, or there's some question about um, a, a breach of that contract, where are you looking to enforce it? Do you have to do it here, or do you have to go out of uh, out of country, out of province? And is that something then, Connor, so obviously it's good to get legal advice on something like this, but is that something then that uh, a tech executive, tech HR department should come to you and have a proper discussion and it should be, um, you know, written down in the employment agreement or is it even more complex than that? Um, I would say it definitely should be written in the employment agreement. It's definitely something Pearlies um, can help with. Employment law is one of those things that is constantly evolving. I know enough as a corporate lawyer to get the employment lawyers involved, especially when there's uh, on M&A transactions or with startups um, looking to hire outside um, of the founders. Um, get HR involved or get our employment lawyers involved so they can uh, they can handle those very technical, surprisingly technical issues that okay. are constantly changing. And yet another reason why Pearly has all these practice groups. So you exactly. can you can keep it in. You can call a colleague in that has some expertise in that. Connor, once again, I want to thank you. And I want to thank uh, Pearly Robertson Hill and McDougall for the support they lend Techopia and, and uh, for finding a bit of time for us and sharing some of your expertise. People can certainly reach out to uh, Pearly Robertson Hill and McDougall. It's per law. If I remember yep. correctly, P-E-R-L-A-W. I like the fact that you guys shortened it way down. <laughs> .ca, by the way, .ca. That's right. So uh, that's where you can check out more information from Pearly. Thanks. Thanks, Connor. Appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.